right, quickly, if you're just new in the country and wondering what the chairman's chair is all about, it's, a, it's an opportunity we give all 16 clubs in the Premier Soccer League to step forward and give them a platform to literally sell their clubs. They sell their clubs, they give the vision of the club as well to you and everybody else that is listening to the show. Find out what their vision is about the club. But we also hold them accountable to one or two things that they might be accountable for. And we give you as well at home or wherever you're listening to the show an opportunity uh, to be part of it. I think the bulk of it should be and is driven by the listener. Uh, Otherwise, you can use from now immediately. 060-584-2250. 060-584-2250. That's the WhatsApp voice note. Uh, so you can start asking your questions uh, to the chairperson. Uh, he'll tell us exactly how he is the acting chairman that is Ulunga Sokela. And that's how we started off, though, because positions are very, very important uh, in terms of clubs. So Amazulu takes center stage today. 060-584-2250. Any question to the acting chairperson, the acting chairman of Amazulu. Ulungas Kosana, start doing that right now. Sokela, um, I'm reading something else here from Ubab Sokela, who's just sent me something. Uh, so sorry about that. That uh, Ulunga, he is here in person. Um, yo, I don't know. Amazulu have got so much already uh, that we are going to be asking this man here, uh, the acting Amazulu chairman. And like I say, you drive the questions, whatever has been bothering you. But we've also got to give Amazulu a compliment because when you sometimes send out these invitations for the chairman's chair, hey, you're either met with a great deal of joy. And that is why, again, I've got to say, I can disagree with the chairman of the Premier Soccer League about any issue. But the one thing I will respect him for is that when it comes to the chairman's chair and him representing his club, Orlando Pirates, he will be the first human being to put up his hand and say that he will step forward to be on the chair. And he does that religiously. And I've got respect for that because it's, it's, it's nothing personal. It's got nothing to do with how we view certain issues. And I saw, and I saw an enthusiasm coming forward from Amazul. I mean, social media is a very powerful player these days, and we've got to respect that. And when they posted literally a video on their social media website, of which they also sent it to us, and we gladly were also able to share that with you. So whatever you're seeing on my Twitter handle that has got that video, that was largely made by Amazulu. They took the audio that we had, they linked it up with the visuals that they have, and audiovisual met, and something unique came through and came forward, which made me believe that you know what, it is an exciting platform. It 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 asks for accountability, and when they say you know what, we are willing to be accountable, we know what FIFA have said we should do, but you know, we're not going to run away. Other clubs know how to run away, especially when there's when it's time of conflict or controversy, they run away. Amazulu have manned up. They said, we're going to make it exciting. We'll make a video out of it. So check it out. Add Robert Marawa. Otherwise, the Amazulu. What's, what's your Twitter handle there, Bob? Bob's okay. It's at Amazulu Football. At Amazulu Football. Football, yes. Okay. Otherwise, we don't want any Hong Kong Twitter handles there. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Literally, if you didn't hear it, let's remind you. The Chairman's Chair with Robert Marawa. It's the hottest seat in town. A club that carries history and heritage is a special one. And on Thursday, it will be on your radio. This is Lunga Sokela, acting chairman of Amazulu Football Club. Catch me on Marawa Sports Worldwide as we get into the conversation about the greatest club in the world. This is Lunga Sokela, acting chairman of Amazulu Football Club. Catch me on Marawa Sports Worldwide on Thursday. The Chairman's Chair with Robert Marawa. Always riveting radio. The Chairman's Chair. They faced the tough questions and respected their fans. All 16 teams invited. Thursdays on Radio 2000. Simulcast on Metro FM. Good evening. Good evening, Rob. Rob, we are speaking to Mzokonam to discuss it down in Ketoridge. Robert, I would like to commend Lunga Sokela and the team for the work that they are doing. Mm, Robert, if Benima carry together with Captain City, if they can play a better football and win trophies, what can stop Amazulu from doing so? And I would like uh, to commend uh, Amazulu management uh, together with the chairman for keeping players like Abo Nomvet and uh, the guys like Abo Kanyes. They've been like uh, playing very well. And uh, the young staff uh, such as Abu Pumlan Kumete, Chablani Nubini and Abu Kamin, they are also doing a great job. And there's a new guy from Italy, if I'm not mistaken. If they can keep on uh, fielding that player, there's so much that I think that guy can do it. Do remember the game that they played against Fister Stars? He was doing, he did a great job, he scored a brilliant goal. And then I'm hoping that uh, there's so much that is coming from that guy. Actually, I don't know his name, but I think his name is Tade. He's Tade. He scored a great goal against the Fisty Stars. If they can like, come back from 2-0 uh, or 1-0 and uh, being able like, to win a game, what can stop them from at least getting one trophy? They have to make us happy, Robert. Amazul is one of the biggest uh, team, Robert. Every time whenever they are playing, they are reminding me nothing but the, the days of Abo Chablan and Dwandwe, Abo Tsepotswana, Abo Simon Makakula, Abo Bonga Shusha, Oskwili Kumet and the, and, the, and the others. So, Lunga Sokelam, please, we are waiting for nothing but a trophy. At least because of what happened, to remember what happened and Supersport was given like a, a sport which was not supposed to be theirs. The next season, let's hope that Amazula are like going to attain that spot, which is at least the number five or number three. That is like going to make us happy. Thank you so much, Ilunga Sokela, for the work that you are doing. Please, win us trophy. Win us trophy. Thanks, Rob. The Chairman's Chair. Thursdays on Radio 2000. Simulcast on Metro FM with Robert Marawa. Right, so we, we literally started on a high with that question that's coming through on our WhatsApp voice note. But let's uh, quickly welcome officially uh, the acting chairperson, Ulunga Sokela. Good evening, Dad. Uh, evening, Robert, and evening to the listeners. Welcome to the show. Glad that you're here in person and we're not chatting to you via our Durban studios. No, thank you very much for the invite. Uh, I find it very critical, you know, to come and engage with you on this platform. Uh, it gives... It gives us an opportunity to speak to the public 
uh, firsthand while things are happening. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, I, I think that's very important. So thank you very much for the invite. So I had to be here in Joburg in person. All right, making your debut on MSW. And uh, I've been looking forward to this day. Uh, both on Radio 2000, I think the airwaves missed you. So thank you so glad much. to be here. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed for, for being able to come through. L- let's start off. We'll come to the voice note in a second. You are the acting chairman yes. of the club. Yes. How was that? Uh, you know, people need to be reminded uh, that, um, you know, obviously at the beginning of the season, there was a whole uh, transaction with the Tandaro Zulu. Yeah which meant that uh, certain people, including Dr. Sokela, uh, couldn't be involved in football for a certain period of time. So there's a whole new board uh, of directors that runs Amazulu Football Club and a whole, a whole group of owners, new owners that own the club, in fact. Mm. So that is how it came about. So uh, it, it's nothing that's uh, stamped as yet, but in terms of the directorship, I act as the chairman of the club. And uh, that is why uh, I'm here today. All right. You've said a number of things that might need us to knuckle down. You said that there are a number of, of people that are involved in the club or owners, I think is the word that you use, people that own the club. Are you able to tell us who owns Amazul? Well, the, 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 the ownership now has been transferred to uh, myself and my brother. Uh, we got into negotiations with uh, the Sokela Family Trust, and uh, that's basically where it sits right now. Uh-huh. So the ownership uh, is between myself and Tangana Sokela. And other interested stakeholders in it? Well, there's many interested stakeholders, uh-huh. including our sponsors, obviously the Spark Group, uh, including our bankers. You know, we, we ru- we've got a very big enterprise, and uh, it, it's run... And there's, there's, as I'm saying, you know, we, we've got a lot of partners that are involved in all our businesses. So those are the interested uh, stakeholders in the business. And how much of a say does SPA have? Well, SPA is a sponsor. So in running the business, obviously we always look, uh, we have to understand that they play a critical role right. in the running of the club. You know, they pump a lot of money into the club. But in terms of decision-making, um, they do comment, they do have a, a say, but the final decision rests with us. And when you look at a long-term partnership like what SPA has, and SPA has literally been that long-term partner for Amazulu, does it strictly just come through as a, as a sponsorship or is there a form of directorship that is then awarded to or comes with the sponsor? No, not not officially. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got uh, Graham O'Connor. Um, he was a director before, right? But that's he was a retailer before. That's before he became uh, the group CEO of Spa. Uh, he no longer is there. There's nothing contractually that says that uh, they must have a directorship or they must have certain things. They're strictly a sponsor. But as I say, you know, um, Spa is part of the family now. They have been very committed mm. to us, even when we're in the National First Division. They stuck with us for two years, which is something that's unprecedented. And in this market right now, where sponsors are so hard to come by, it's critical that you involve your sponsors in, 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 in everything to do with the club so that they are happy and they, they, they understand exactly what the club is doing. 
I guess the reason why I, I venture into into asking the question the way that I did is is to maybe get an understanding as to whether or not you've explained the ownership. Anybody else would have a say in terms of the running of the club. If they were not happy with how the club is run, are they able to tell Ulunga Sokela that listen, we're not happy about this or this change or else? Well, look, I mean, everybody tells Lunga Sokela what to do. Every time we lose a game, supporters tell me, fire the coach, fire players. But you don't listen all but, the time. You know, at the end of the day, we make the decisions. Yeah. As I say, Spa, Spa we respect them. Uh, they're a critical part of the club. When they have an opinion, we do listen. But there's nothing compelling us to, to, to listen to what they say. They're a great company. Mm-hmm. And they, to, to be honest with you, they're not the type of company that wants to dictate or wants to be involved in how we run the club. Obviously, they'll, they'll ask questions as they should. And uh, that's, that's where it ends. So there's never pressure to make certain decisions, never pressure to say, I mean, for example, let's go the route of what happened when you bounced back into the Premier Soccer League. That was by acquiring a status. The status was that of Tanda Royal Zulu. Who played the biggest role in saying, you know what, this is a, an opportunity that we need to take, it's an opportunity that we need, and it's one that we are going to take? The single biggest person that played a role was Dr. Patrick Sokela. Mm. Um, you know, I remember at the time we, we had played uh, FC Cape Town in Cape Town. That was our, our last fixture. And he called and we had a long discussion about it, um, about um, the possibility and and how we uh, you know how we can be done or venture right. into that transaction. Um, to be honest, uh, my initial my initial opinion was: listen, we we can't spend that much money uh, on this whole thing again. But uh, after, after because you had been there before, so you know all about this. Well, look, I mean, yeah. there's you know uh, it, it was a holistic. I looked at the the whole picture. Mm. To say, look, I mean, in the greater scheme of things, to take this kind of money and throw it into football as opposed to something else uh, might not be fruitful. But uh, after a while, as I said, we we, we, we agreed. And uh, so he's been the biggest driving force. Obviously, Spa is happy because uh, then it gave them an opportunity to gain far more exposure mm-hmm. um, if, if the club is in the PSL. So who paid? Who financed that? We financed it. The Sokellas financed it. And and how much did you pay for Tander Royal Zulu? A lot of money. No ways. There's no such a thing. A lot of money. I mean, Look, we, I mean, we, the, we spoke openly with, I'm sure you were listening to myself and Uzolani talking about him potentially winning 757 million rand. <laughs> He's got no problem with that. He could buy a couple of other Zulu teams with that money and still have money to maybe go overseas and you know give Ronaldo pocket money. Look, I mean, uh, I would tell you, but unfortunately, I'm constrained by the terms of the contract where mm. there's a lot of confidentiality clauses. So unfortunately, I can't divulge it. But what are they scared of, though, with these confidentiality clauses? Big words, big English, big lawyer stuff. Can't say, you know, we bought a club for fifty-six million. Yeah. Then we move on. <laughs> Look, I mean, uh, for for me, you know, it, it's it's it's. I, I I think some people would prefer these things to be confidential for mm-hmm. their own personal reasons, 
Um, For the one who's receiving the money or the one that is paying the money? Who wants it to be confidential? Look, I think both parties. It's not in our interest to run around and say we spent X, Y, Z kind of money. Uh, it's nothing that we do in any of the ventures that we're in. You know, but uh, what are people scared of, though? Lung? I mean, football. Football money gets spoken about every day. We, we know how much players earn every week. We know all sorts of things about football. Why do we become secretive about just the purchase of a football club? Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, if I ask Robert Marawa uh, how much he's earning a month, he'd be very, would football. he say? No, fo- football's <laughs> football. Football's a global thing. People people pay to go watch these entities. And we're looking at global trends. Well, you know, that's why I'm saying that I would have no problem if, you know, the trends are, are such that everybody who does the same thing as me does the same thing. I've got absolutely no problem. All yeah. I'm saying is that the trends worldwide in football, and that's why I've always challenged people to say transfer of players. Why is it a secret? But the minute Persitao goes overseas, but all of a sudden now we can know that it's about 50 million rand, but everybody else, top secret. <laughs> look, Doesn't uh, make sense. Look, I mean, I, I, I think uh, that's that's a way that we we prefer to do things. Um, we, we Even in terms of the, tra- the transfers of players, mm. We're not a club that's going to go out and say we bought X, Y, Z for this kind of money and player X earns uh, 10,000 rand a month or whatever the case may be. I think it's always best to keep these things confidential. Um, and it's also the professional way, I think, of doing things. But what, in whose interest, finally on that one, in whose interest would that be serving well, to I, keep it confidential? Well, I think in the industry as a whole, um, I think people would pay different kinds of money for clubs based on a variety of things. So if we came and said <clears throat> Amazulu um, bought Tanda for whatever, 50 million, as yeah. you say, uh, then next time when somebody else wants to do a similar thing, then then they use that as a benchmark. But, there's but so that many is things. good, isn't it? I mean, that's what playing open cards, that's what transparency is all about. We can't be hiding things. 2018, what are we hiding? Well, we have to because, as I'm saying, there's a, a lot of things involved. Because when you when you buy into another business, there's a lot of things um, that may not be publicly known. You never know what. So you can is. call it a precedent. You can call it the Amazulu deal, which will be known until 2089. Everyone that wants to purchase a franchise will be able to say, referring back to the Amazulu deal. So you guys become, you know, that club that set the precedent. Look, I mean, I think I, I think it's always safer to keep it confidential yeah. because at the same time, yes, it may be good for presidents, but it can also be bad and it can set a bad president. Give me one bad thing that it could set. Well, the bad thing is then it, it reveals a lot, uh, a lot of things that may not be good to come out. Mm-hmm. For instance, you, you could give away a club. And then the question would be, well, why did you give away the club for free? But the reason is maybe it's got an 80 million rand tax bill that has to be paid. So there's a whole lot of things involved. So um, because then if you come out and say, okay, we bought it for X, then the next question is, well, why did you pay X? And now you must justify those things. So uh, I think I think with anything in terms of uh, these kind of transactions, it's best to keep them confidential. Are they, are they legal transactions? Are these transaction with legal documents and contracts to them or somebody just shakes hands over a table and says here's a bag full of money uh, we're gonna buy the club now 
No, I mean, it's. I, I think when the deal was done, there must have been about six lawyers in the room. Yeah. Um, we had to make sure that obviously it complies with the NSL handbook. Uh, we had to make sure that all the parties, the interested parties, because you also have to remember there was also um, Richest Bay FC that Correct. was involved in this thing. So there was a whole lot of interested parties. So it, it was it was heavily, heavily uh, driven by lawyers. Mm. And a lot of legalities attached to it. Has it made has it made good business sense to have gone this route? For you, where you are now, as Amazulu, do you think you've made the right move? I think we've made the right move. You know, um, football, at, you know, you, you don't go into football or invest in football expecting dividends. Right. You, you go into football uh, wanting to give back to the community. You know, we we, we heavily involved in business in, in, in KwaZulu-Natal. And uh, Amazulu Football Club is a club that's, that's, very, that's very special to the province and to the people of KZN. So it's, it's, it's a way that we, we give back to them. Um, we felt the club with its history and heritage didn't belong in the NFD. And it was unfortunate that it was there. Mm-hmm. But uh, we took an opportunity that uh, came about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but you know, you and I know. Okay. Let me... Let me I'm, I'm glad you said this thing because I wasn't going to go there, but you've taken me there. You've mm-hmm. given me the off-ramp. You say Amazulu did not belong in the NFD. A club of its stature did not belong in the NFD. Right? Let's, let's chew on that quickly. Now, the game that is being played is called what? Football. Yes. And football is a game where you win, you get three points, you draw, you get a point, you lose, you get nothing. In that season, Tanda Royal Zulu did well. With 62 points. Amazulu finished fifth with 47 points. A huge gap. 47 and 62. So the football traditionalist would say, on the field, Amazulu did not do well. Maybe in the bank, they do well because they had the money to buy the franchise of a club that did well. But we all know how footballers competed on the field where points are gained. You fell short that season. But because there was a, a good, healthy bank balance, you made a business transaction. So then you moved up you moved up a division to the Premier Soccer League. Not based on your ability, because better clubs like Royal Eagles, Stellenbosch, Black Leopards were ahead of you, including Tanda Royal Zulu. Now the voice note said they are expecting Amazulu to win a trophy. So on the field, when you've not been able to qualify via either a playoff or winning outright, that is where you fall short as Amazulu. You cannot divorce, um, you know, foot, football is a sport, yes. But football clubs, at the same time, they are businesses. And you cannot divorce the two. Mm-hmm. Nobody complained when Brian Joffe splurged a lot of money and took Bedvets Vets to where it is now. Nobody made a noise when John Committees bought Mpumalanga Black Aces and in the following year qualified for the MTN8. You cannot divorce the two. Same thing is We happening. challenged them, you know, just so that we step in there. We, we, we challenged all of those because we were saying the same thing, that it's easy to buy Mpumalanga Black Aces, take them away from their domain, Mpumalanga, ship them all the way to Cape Town. 
you know, all of those things were questioned. I mean, we, we don't not question these things because there's no greater human being that is not questionable on this planet. So it was questioned. No, it, it was yeah. questioned. But as I'm saying, you cannot divorce the two. You can't, on one hand, be so excited to see uh, the commercial aspects of football, um, seeing it on, on pay TV, seeing it in great quality, high definition, and great sponsors coming on board. Football's a business. And in any business, transactions happen. Mm. Uh, uh, businesses can be bought. Businesses can be sold. What is the reality here? The reality is Pierre Dovo came out and he said, I cannot afford to be in the PSL. Now, either you become emotional about it and you go play in the PSL, six months later you fold. Now, what bigger embarrassment is there? Now you've got a club that cannot afford to pay salaries, cannot afford to, to, um, to, to do what is required in, in the PSL. So what could he not afford? What was he saying? Well, he was saying he could not afford. Now, and financially? It, financially, he could not afford. But he knew this. I mean, he knew when they were playing well, when they were winning um, all 17 of the 13 games. He knew that he couldn't afford, but he carried on playing as if he wants to be in the PSL. Well, look, I mean, at the end of the day, he, he came out and made a public statement and said, I cannot afford to be in the PSL. I need X amount of money to operate and operate uh, properly. And if I don't get that money, then I need to sell. He did not get the money. He did not manage to get the money, so he sold. Where is he now? Well, I'm not sure. You know, he's he's in other businesses, but definitely not not in football. Is there what are those game reserves and stuff? He's doing that. Well, game, uh, I don't know. Game reserves, property. He's living a very good life. Oh, okay. Living a good life, but he couldn't afford. Okay, this this sounds very interesting. <laughs> Maybe people can help me. Hey, a man who couldn't afford is living a good life. My goodness. Lunga, please say goodbye to our Metro FM listeners. Uh, thank you very much uh, uh, to the listeners. Oh, Aye, man, don't be shy. Tell Metro FM. Talk to them. <laughs> Tell them you goodbye know. to Metro FM, and we'll stay on Radio 2000. Thank you so much. We're going to continue. We'll certainly continue on Radio 2000 with the rest of the conversation, including your calls. We'll take as well your voice notes, any of your questions on social media, which is already a buzz right now. Uh, looking at the tweet deck, kind of looks like a, a Johannesburg Stock Exchange. Not sure if Mudubi says he has a soft heart for Amazulu or not. Mudubi? No? Nah, shaking his head. He says he does not have a soft heart for Amazon. And if he was here asking the questions, it would be a different story. Yeah. I think they want to hear it in your voice, Motupi. I think so too, Robert. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, yeah, no, I, I think I, I, I do have a soft spot for Amazon. They've been around for a while. You know, mm-hmm. and they've paid their dues, you know. But, um, yeah, me, as we all know, unapologetically, Bakanya to the bone. Hey, daughter, this man. <laughs> hey, this man is, you know, you, you go with your Bakanyas that don't even give you a free t shirt all the time. <laughs> hey, whereas you could be well, 
<laughs> dressed up in Amazulu colors and even probably get a voucher to go buy free hot cross buns at spa. Hi Rob, this is Sanzo here from Harding. I want to know what's stopping Amazulu from buying like good players because if they relegated, they do have the money to buy back the status. So what's stopping them from buying quality players so that they can be able to win trophies? As the other guy said, he wants to he wants Amazulu to win trophies. Hi Rob, um, it's Abongile from Itata. Uh, oh, listen, man, listening to the acting chairperson of of Amazulu, um, such an inspiring conversation. Um, you know, the guy is so eloquent and you can properly hear what he's saying. You know, uh, good luck to Amazulu, good luck to him and his brother, all the best. All right, thank you so much, Budubi. He'll be back again, top of the hour, with the, the latest news update. It's, uh, what, almost eight minutes after the hour. You're on Radio 2000. Well, lots of your voice notes have uh, been trickling through the previous one. Just in case we forget about it, talking about quality players, um, are you going to be investing in that, Mr. Sokela? I'm, in, <clears throat> I'm, I'm looking at a more long-term sustainable model. Uh, uh, when we came back into the PSL, uh, we we ensured that we we got a lot of experience uh, to 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 obviously perform and, and maintain the status. But there's a lot of attention that I'm putting to scouting and development because I think <clears throat> that's something that um, we are privileged uh, with in in KZN. There's there's a huge amount of talent, but obviously we have to do it in a phased approach. You know. Um, we have to. We still need to bring your 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 experienced players, such as your Monib Josephs, your Ntlanta Villagazi. But at the same time, we've got to promote young players. <clears throat> so my investment is not necessarily in saying I want to spend a lot of money in buying players. Uh-huh. I want to spend a lot of money in developing players and making sure that they come out the uh, come up the ranks, as well as in the scouting scouting as well ensuring that we've got the whole province covered and the best young talent ends up at Amazulu Football Club. All right. You know the power of what we're doing, Lunga, and that's when I read a tweet like the one that I'm reading now. Uslai says, I don't watch sports much. I don't even know what is going on with Amazulu. But here I am sitting in the car, listening with such concentration to this interview being done, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it well i'm glad i think the next thing they need to start watching amazulu buy a jersey come to the stadium and they won't be disappointed where do you sell these jerseys uh, they they in all the major sports outlets um you know uh, countrywide especially in Gauteng and kzn give me a name give me a name well, sports s- outlets we find one under a tree <laughs> we don't know if that's a sports outlet give no, me a name of an outlet they're all in 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 the Ambro concept stores mm-hmm. as well as uh many um total sports as well as studio 88 stores so we've got you know uh, nationwide stores everywhere okay i see etawini municipality as well on the Twitter handle saying that you're on the chair tonight so you get support from them uh we we do get support from them uh, we've been engaging for a long time with the Tewini municipality so we're partnering with their Durban tourism they do assist us financially uh, as well as activating uh, a lot of our matches across the country because 
we, 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 we are using the power of sport to say to people, come to Durban. So we, we are getting support and we continuously engaging with them uh, to try and get more and more assistance. All right. Khumutso Malefi says, this tendency of buying PSL status by the rich really undermines and depreciates the quality of our football. No matter how articulate those who propagate for this come out, it is still and remains wrong. Uh, so that is his view. All right. Before I take the calls, and, and please do start giving us a call on 89 110 you know, I'll, I'll take a break in between and take your calls and I'll continue with my uh, line of conversation here with Ulunga Sokela, the acting uh, chair of Amazulu. He's explained the position and how it works. Um, maybe one thing I failed to ask you was that, was it a requirement that Dr. Sokela step aside with this new arrangement and this new purchase uh, that you've had? Yes, you, you, it was a requirement. It's part of the rules. But, yeah, as I'm saying, obviously people have got their own points of views Mm -hmm. uh, regarding this thing. But you cannot divorce uh, the the concept of doing business with football. And as I'm saying, clubs all over the world spend money on different things. Nobody complains when Real Madrid breaks a world record and buys a player. Um, At the same time, nobody complains. (laughs) You know why they don't complain, Luga? Because you've just rightfully said they break a record, they buy a player, because we know what the player cost. Otherwise, we would not know that they're breaking a record. (laughs) So, but, uh, uh, yeah, as as I'm saying, you you cannot divorce um, the the concepts of doing business from football. If it's transparent, then we will leave Lunga Sokela and everybody else alone. If it is transparent. That is why they don't don't mind saying, you know, with Ronaldo going to Juve, in the week that it was in Juve, the sale of jerseys, like you're telling people to go buy jerseys, just the sale of jerseys was able to pay back the money they spent buying him to Juve. Done. And we all know. We can calculate. We know what the business deal is. There's no secret. Everything is above board. It's transparent. The figures are there. No, but not everything uh, in the business of Real Madrid is transparent. Everything. Trust me. For instance, we we don't know uh, how big their sponsorships are. We don't know, uh, you know, um, how much they, they... they spend on maintaining the institution of uh, Real Madrid. Yes. We do, we do, because the institutions are not just football. There's a basketball club and a basketball institution in the same way that Barcelona actually don't care about sponsorship. That's why they can put UNICEF on their jerseys, because they're not looking for anything in return. That's the same model that Sundowns have used in saying that, you know what, we're not going to have a cell phone company in our jerseys. In fact, we'll use one of... Uh, Patrice Mutsipa's businesses and we'll put them on the jersey. That's a model. That works because you would rather promote your own than promote something else. Same look, thing with Mayweather. Look, I mean, in terms of uh, FIFA, they require those things to be, to be um, in terms of transfers and how much transfer fees were paid. Those, you are compelled to, 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 to put those out in public. But as I say, you know, all other information... Uh, it doesn't make any business sense. It's against business ethics to make it transparent because a transaction is between two parties and it shouldn't be made public. At the end of the day... But it's like saying that Amazon would rather play behind closed doors because you guys are doing a, a, a private business so you'd rather play behind closed doors with nobody paying to watch Amazon, no one paying to go buy jerseys, no one paying to actually find themselves affiliated with the club. Look, I mean, if, if you are, for instance... Um, Owning a chicken franchise. Right. 
you know uh, what the price of the chicken may be. You know all those things. But in terms of the business and how much the, the, the actual franchise is making and how much the owner is paying himself and how much the employees are getting paid, that is confidential. And it's the same case here. You may know how much we spend on players, buying players, selling players and all those things. But in terms of other transactions involving the franchise itself, those are not for public uh, knowledge. Mm. Uh, Obviously, you and I will disagree, but let's not spend too much time on that. Jay Munokwane says, if Amazulu can fork out 56 million rand to buy a PSL status, and don't argue with him because he is entitled to speculate, Mr. Sokela, because you are not telling us. So he says, if Amazulu can fork out 56 million rand to buy a PSL status, what's stopping them from signing quality players and compete for trophies? Says these people have money, Moss. We've got we've got top quality players. Maybe that that person uh, hasn't followed us much, but as I'm saying, you know, I'm looking for a far more sustainable model in terms of uh, recruitment of players, development of players, and we're getting somewhere. Mm. You know, uh, if you look at some of the younger players that are coming up, uh, what it says is that the club will be will be in good stead for years to come. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, to pay some of the wages that some clubs are paying for players, to pay the kind of money to to buy uh, some of these players, especially locally. So, uh, salary-wise, do you do you guys pay well though as a Mazul? No, we pay we pay very well. Mm. You know, um, uh, I don't think there's any player. There's no player that's that's complaining. We we fair mm. in how we pay our players. Do you pay someone ten thousand rand a month? One of your players. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no player that's earning ten thousand rand a month. Uh, what one earning below that? No, 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 no. We look after players. Very What's the well. lowest paid player at Amazul? I cannot divulge it, Robert. No, but you're not. <laughs> oh, I mean, you, you're just saying if there's no one earning ten thousand rand. No, I'm you know. Pay, let's just say our players are played are paid very well. What's I'm, the lowest paid player? But we, we we're not gonna go find him. We just want to know a ballpark figure. Let's let's a just base. let's just say that there's nobody that's earning less than uh, five digits a month. So uh, they've been well looked after at the Mazulu Football Club. Spiwe in Auckland Park. Good evening. Hi, Rob. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Welcome to the show. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Uh, I wanted to ask Mr. Sokela, um, in terms of scouting, like which places are the like doing their scouting because I have a guy in in KZN. I think Mr. Sokela knows the guy. He's in Jabulum Chuaka. He's been playing football for his thing, his life. Uh, he stays in Gwandenge. I'm sure he knows. He knows the guy. He's been playing with Bonchanga, Kanye Sokela, Lakin Guzane. But he hasn't gotten any any lucky to be in the top flight football. So I'm not sure if he, he still remembers the guy or what. He's in Jabulum Chuaka. He plays left back for a club called Brazil. Okay, good one. Yeah, we we're very familiar with the Brazil, and we we regularly interact with them. As in terms of <clears throat> where we scout, we we scout all over the province. We go as far as Olundi. We, you know, we've got a dedicated team that goes to all corners of KZN. Uh, look. It's difficult to have everything covered, and one or two players may slip by. But I think you know the team is doing a great job. Uh, they are present in all the major tournaments, and I think uh, you know for us now it, it's for us to link up with schools as well, and 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 
get the good, good young talents. You know, we've got a bursary program. We've got about 30 boys uh, on bursary, pay their full school fees, accommodation, buy them books and all that, purely mm. to develop them to being good, good professionals, which is something that uh, is missing in South Africa. Isaac and Limpopo, good evening. Yeah, good evening, Rob. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Welcome. The chair is here. Yeah, man. I just want to say to Babsokel, thank you so much, you know, for buying status for Amazon. Because Amazon is a great team and is an old team. I mean, I would be very sad to go to our team, Amakul, Rob, go to another corner with PSL, Nova, Siluze, Amatim, Ufan, and Novo, Novo Salus, Yavana Rob. And and yeah. Baluze, via what football is about, via them not playing well and they yeah, but, got but what they Rob, But Rob, that is not an excuse, Rob. But if if it if is Salus, an excuse because it's also an indication of how the team was run. Rob, if if Amazon could afford to buy a status, Rob, let them do it, Rob. You know. No, but what what's the point of competing in football? What's the point of having thirty games where you're competing for to be in the top eight? I mean, Amazulu went to court fighting that because of the Ndoro gate, then they were excluded from being in the top eight. That was a football-related based argument that they took to court. But then coming to the PSL was a monetary thing, which was not football-related. Like I said, they finished number five. I understand, Rob. They, 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 managed, they managed to finish uh, on, on top eight. Yes, the case was there for Ndoro gate. But they, they lost it, then they accepted that they lost the case. Yeah, but that was a football matter. So I'm saying to you that... They could have gone to court, and whether it is via a vending machine, bought their way back into a top eight. I don't know. But the thing is, that was not allowed. It was a football-related issue. I understand, Rob. I understand your point. But I'm happy to Amatima Makul, Rob. They are still there in the PSL. I want that, Amatima Makul. Let's see them. Let's see them playing. Let's see them winning. All I'm saying <laughs> is let football come alive, Isaac. I'm not against. I'm hearing what Lunga is saying. I will disagree with them till the grave. But the bottom line is, let us bring football alive competitively. So, so Rob, all you're saying is that you're against uh, uh, Cape Town City buying the status of... Like, yes, they know. Oh. I was against it. I said it. It's not, a, it's not a secret. You can go back to the archives. It'll, it'll prove what I said back then. But they're effective at the moment, those teams, Rob. It doesn't matter. It's about the principle. No, I understand your point, Rob. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Let me go to Sonua <coughs> Bonmonjo. Good evening. Hey, hi, bro, Rob. How are you? Good, thanks, man. I'm with the chair of Amazulu. Yes, I know you're with Lunga. The Rob, you are one of my favorite uh, sports presenters. Thank you so much. And Welcome, I, I, I always agree with all what you always say, except for today. So I want to say uh, hi, hi, Lunga. How are you? Uh, good evening. Good, good man, and uh, be encouraged. I mean, I'm not a supporter of Amazulu, I'm a supporter of football. I think you did a good job by buying the status of uh, uh, this thing. Tanda Of Tanda Royal Zulu, I even forget their name. This thing. So, my point is that, I mean, the guys couldn't afford the status in PSL, and you rescued them other than being relegated. And they made a business deal out of it. And uh, buying a status is actually regulated in this country. Uh, I mean, it's, it's allowed, it's legal, and I think we did a good job by rescuing them. So I think well done and bravo and keep up the good work uh, in promoting football in KZN. All right, Mr. Chair, there's people praising you. Please take the accolades. Bro. No, thank, thank you very much. <clears throat> you know, um, as I'm saying, you, the, the sad thing about business is you've you, you got to take the emotions out of it. Because unfortunately, emotions uh, in business don't pay bills. 
um, and football is a business. And an a- emotional and it ends sport. There. And an emotional sport. No, so. But those emotions don't pay bills. But it's so, an emotional sport. <laughs> so you've got you, you to be sensible uh, in, 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 in how you run football as a business. And as I'm saying, mm. um, Manchester City now. Where was Manchester City before the Etihad group uh, bought them? It was a takeover. It was a takeover. Like mm-hmm. was with uh, Bitvitz Vitz. It remains. It remains Manchester City. It was never. It was never Blackburn. It was never anything else. They they bought Manchester City. As Manchester City, it was not a Tanda Royal Zulu becoming a Mazulu. But at the same time, as I'm saying, money was plowed into a club, and that club remained where it is. Otherwise, you guys would be in Richards Bay. At the same time, as I'm saying, you cannot divorce uh, the principles of doing business from my league. Because but you're divorcing it, my facts that if, I'm giving if, you. If it wasn't for the principles of business where, where entities and clubs can be bought and sold, mm. we wouldn't have the hundreds of millions of rands that are being thrown into football. Football is a big business in South Africa because it complies with simple business principles. And in business, companies can be bought, companies can be sold. And that's why those principles are guided by certain things, again, Lunga, where people in Richards Bay feel deprived with Tanda Royal Zulu being sold. People in Mpumalanga feel deprived with Mpumalanga Black Aces going to Cape Town. So Manchester City remains part of Manchester as the rivals to Manchester United. And well, nothing changes there fundamentally except the business side of things. So that is why I'm saying that for me today, I am okay to walk away disagreeing with you. And I hope you share the same sentiment. At the same time, as I'm saying, you've got to divorce emotion yeah. from business. Emotion doesn't pay the bills. And I am far from emotional today. I'm actually <laughs> very, very calm. Siabonga in Durban, let's take you, then we take a break. Good evening, Siabonga. Yeah, good evening, Ropi. How are you, my I'm brother? good, thanks, man. The chair is here. Yeah, hey, Lunga. Yes, good evening. How are you, my brother? I'm good, how are you? Ah, uh, fine, thanks. Uh, uh, do you know a place called Verulam just outside Devon? Yes, I know Verulam very well. Um, disappointed if you say you know Verulam very well, Lunga. It's as if you are running away from this uh, small Anyana uh, location. We have a place called Verulam. We have a place called uh, Otsongati. We hardly see Amazulu. We want to see all guys. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure about your marketing strategy. But you want to see Amazulu. In fact, I'm a Kaza chief supporter, but I'm a proud owner of four Amazulu replica jerseys. I buy original ones. I like Amazulu so much. Mm. But the way you're doing things, it's as if you're neglecting the small towns and running to the bigger locations. For example, you're always in Guamashu, Umlazi. You even go to Richard's Bay and pass us here in these two locations. We want to see your guys. We love Amazon so much. Lovely one. Thank you so much. Lunga? Look, uh, we, we do our best uh, to try and cover as many places as possible. Uh, and I've got to correct you there. We, we were regularly in, uh, in, in Verulam, as well as Utongati as well. In fact, uh, we were involved with an ABC status, which played under the brand uh, Amazon. And we regularly took games to uh, Tongat, which is close to Verulam, because Verulam doesn't have a stadium. So, you know, we, we do do our best, but obviously it's a practicality. We can't be everywhere. Mm. I mean, obviously, like now, where, for example, it's, it's the FIFA week. 
you're not going to be playing official games. I know you played against Bafana Bafana to give them a bit of a run. Six or so players go to the shopping mall there, sign jerseys, give away jerseys, do some activation. I think that's. I think what he's saying, literally, Usiabonga is a visible presence. No, we we do a lot of that, Robert, yeah. okay. uh, especially with the headline sponsor spa. But at the same time, we involved. Uh, we know we found we established the Amazulu Community Trust. Yeah. To do CSI uh, initiatives across the the province. So, as I said before, we're involved with a lot of schools from across uh, KZN, especially, mm. and even into Eastern Cape. Look, we want to do more. Um, there's no doubt we want to do more. But it's, it's the resources, it's the time. Yes, we, we, we have got activities. We've got activities even when there's no FIFA weeks. Right. In fact, we took football to Olundi, professional mm. football to Olundi, just to show... Uh, the seriousness in, in covering all corners of KZN. Well, you were starting to hint that you're going to take over Tanda Royal. Hi, Robert. It's Tammy at Orlando. I would like to ask Lunga if uh, Ingwenyama Trust does have any shares at Amazulu Football Club. I remember when Chiefs beat Amazulu 6 uh, that I think it was 6 nil, and I had Ongwenyama uh, like commenting. Uh, in fact, he was advising the team that even if they lose, they mustn't lose with a bigger margin like six goals. At least they must go maybe one or two. So does he have shares and stuff like that in the team? Or he was just uh, speaking on behalf of the Zulu Nation? Thanks, Robert Marawa, my name is Sel Lombotsoko. I'm the number one Kisa Chief supporter. But then I am so worried about Amazulu. I think Amazulu uh, has to come out and uh, prove to us that they are not in the same league as Swallows. These are the teams that I think are just there in the PSL to be seen as the PSL team. There is no ambition, there is no nothing. And I, I just wish Mr. Sokela could come out clean and tell us what are his visions regarding this team of Amazul. Otherwise, if they feel that they cannot compete, if they feel that they are not good enough to challenge for the league, then let them go back to Vela and eventually liquidate. I said so. Your responses? Yo, uh, sure. I don't know this chap that just spoke now where he's coming from, uh, whether he, he engages his brain when he talks. But we do have ambitions. Uh, we we run the club very professionally. Um, as I'm saying, there's a long-term plan yeah. to, to scout and develop from within KZN because that's where the talent is. And the coach knows we, we're in the building phases of the club. We want to compete. And... Um, the reality is, last year, we, when the league was finished, football was, as, as you were saying, we were number eight, mm. which was something that uh, nobody thought would happen. All these clubs now that are participating, um, or the so-called uh, big clubs, your Bedvest Vets, we finished ahead of them. Super Sport United, we finished ahead of those clubs. So we're going somewhere. And uh, we want to, we, we are at the building blocks of competing for the league and competing for trophies. The other one was about your shareholding in no, the club. The the the, the Gonyama Trust and, and His Majesty uh, don't have shares in the club. Mm. Um, but the reality is His Majesty is the honorary president of the club. The club was formed by his grandfather, King Solomon Gattinuzulu. We acknowledge that. We acknowledge his role within the club and why the club was founded in the first place. It was to unite 
uh, Zulu people. So it's got a special place within Zulu history. Mm. So the king, the king can advise. The king has got a, a huge word. We respect him, and we 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 we. That's why we respect uh, Prince Mangosoto. Um, that's why we go and honor those people in Zululand, His Majesty and yeah. uh, His Excellency the Prince. Were you able to go to his 90th birthday? We were there. Okay. And uh, we are hosting the Prince Mangosutu Legacy Cup again in honor of uh, Prince Mangosutu. 89 We'll find out about the ruling from FIFA in just a second. Lots of calls. Abongile, Sakile, Busiso, Sheldon and Pat, please hold on. Let's start off with you, Abongile, in Midrand. Hi, Rob, are you? I'm great. Thanks for holding on. Welcome. I am. Uh, thanks, Rob. Um, I want to discuss the issue of like buying the status and stuff. I just want to like to go something else because now we'll end up being discussing the deal the whole night. Um, quick one, Rob. The issue with the supporters. Um, I know before there was um, a season ticket that I had before when they were still like in a, I'm not sure, collision with Suncoast Casino. I used to like season ticket for the home games. I'm not sure they still have that. Um, and then whether they're still like playing games in Moses Mabira or they're only playing Mlazi. Those are two issues that I want to like, like ask with mm-hmm. Ulunga and then that's all. Thank you so much, Baba. Lunga? No, we, we, we unfortunately um, are, are in the building blocks once more of getting a partner for the season ticket offering, which is going to be introduced very soon. In terms of where we're playing, we've decided we're going to play our games at Kingsway Latina Stadium. Um, we, we, we're not at all um, happy with playing at Moses Mapeda. And the officials of the city of Durban know why. Why? You we, know, we're not we, the officials. We, 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 Tell us, Nunga, why we, are you not happy? We, we're not happy with the principle mm. or the stance that the city has taken. What stance In is investing that? in uh, clubs. Well, let's call a spade a spade. Mm. Investing in Kaza Chiefs coming to play in Durban. We're not happy at all about that. Uh, we cannot sit there because people need to divorce their personal preferences from what they use public funds for. Public funds of the city of Durban should be used to promote Durban content, should be used to promote Durban clubs, and that's where it ends. So, so the city is paying a lot of money to get Kaiser Chiefs to play some of their chosen home games at Moses Mabita Stadium. They are, they are certainly uh, funding mm-hmm. the, the, you know, that project of Kaiser Chiefs playing there. You know, the stadium, they gave me a long story about how it's done and revenue share and what, what, but the principle remains. And that is that the city of Durban, as a municipality, they're investing in that project. And you're not happy with that? We're not happy at all. Do you know how much they're paying Chiefs to come and play? Well, I don't know the exact number. you must know, Lunga. You must know how much it is. We're we're not privy to that information. But you would not be not happy if you didn't know. Maybe they could have just been giving them... You know, free cards to go pour petrol because no, it's expensive. But no, no. you would know how much money. No, 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 no. They, they, they've not divulged information. Uh, I've asked for the information. As I'm saying, but the principle public remains. knowledge, though, isn't it? I mean, no. finances from the city are public knowledge. No, they've they, they've never divulged exactly what it is. They've given me the model of of however they finance it. Twenty two thousand people mm. above that, then it's revenue share. Blah blah. A whole lot of long stories. But the reality is, we sit as football in, in, in Durban. In Durban, 
the only sport that is not supported in terms of facilities by the municipality is football. You go, you see tennis, they've got a home in Westridge. You golf has got a home. Cricket has got a home. Rugby has got a home. And the biggest sport in terms of participation is football. But Golden Arrows has got no home. Amazulu Football Club has got no home. Now, the people within the city, that's the kind of thinking that they should be... That, that, those, that's, that's where the energy should be spent. A quick one. <clears throat> Anybody that's homeless goes and looks for a home. Has Amazulu gone to look for a home and then said, City, are you willing to help us put up a roof? We've gone for years. And it hasn't Since happened. the days of Mike uh, Sackliff, which was donkey years ago. But what's you the know, problem? Uh, ah, it's, 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 I, I, I think probably to cut, to, to nail it down, mm-hmm. it's probably political will, if I have to put it like that. Because the reality is um, the guys in power, the guys in power, they need to make a decision. It does not reflect, <coughs> reflect well when the biggest <coughs> sport played by black people mm-hmm. within Durban is not being supported in terms of facilities. This is another show. You know that. We will get Amazulu. We'll get the municipality. We'll have a show so that we find out and we know. Mm. Because I, I, I really, uh, I want to take as many of the calls as possible. But what you're raising is an important fact. And maybe it will help, let's say KZN, will help Durban. But I think at the same time, it will help Cape Town. It will help any province to understand municipality work and what the importance is for them to prioritize. And I think that is a show on its own, if you do allow me to. No, definitely. But I, I think uh, the sad thing is other cities are helping. Yeah, Cities far smaller than Etiwini municipality. You look at what Umsundu is doing for Marisburg United, and the results are there to yeah. be seen. You look what uh, Cape Town did for Ajax, and the clubs in Cape Town as well. Mm. What um, PE is doing for Chippa United across the country. You know, um, but it takes <coughs> is a problem. It takes is a big problem. Okay, pause there, Lunga. Let me let me take U Sakile. Sakile is in Durban. Good evening. Welcome, Bob. No, no, Mister Mister Yeah, boy. So, I, I, I have an issue with <coughs> the way you bought Thunder because there were players with Thunder, and we never knew how much did you pay for those guys. Even my home boy. The gem of the gem. We don't even know how much defense disclosure fee, disclosure clause is not working for, for us and supporters because we don't even know how how, how much we pay our best players. So when our best players they retire and then they are broke, we blame them, but we don't even know how much they are getting. So please, if you have to be the first club in this so called professional league to disclose, please do so. Thank you, Umasho. Thank you so much, Baba. Appreciate it. Want to quickly take that one? But you know, I, I'm I'm just uh, <clears throat> I don't see where, why that is relevant. Mm. You know, if uh, Mklengi was bought for a million rand or five hundred thousand or a hundred thousand, it, it's neither here nor there. At the end of the day, Mklengi Tele is an Amazulu player, and, and that's it. You know, that's that's the case closed. Now, you know, you can run around and and. And, and flaunt the kind of money you spent on them or whatever. It doesn't change anything. In fact, at times, when those things are revealed, you end up putting players under pressure because then people start commenting and saying, 
hey, this guy, so much money was spent on him and he's not delivering. So I, I'm not a supporter of divulging those things. At the end of the day, Klingi Tele is an Amazulu player, and that's where it ends. How we got him, how much we paid, is neither here nor there. Spusiso in Ogden. Oh, finally, sir. How are you? Thanks for your patience, Bob. No problem, no problem. How are you? Very good, man. The chair's here. Uh, Chairman, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, Chair, sorry to take you back a bit, but um, the, 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 you've spoken about the long-term plan that it's about the development and stuff. But the, the issue I think you're not answering us is the case that in terms of achievements, what is it that you want to achieve? Say maybe in the short term, then maybe for say for instance in this league, if you can tell us that no, we want to achieve top eight, maybe you want to win a cup, maybe some like something like that to give us hope because it's a beautiful thing that you want to do development, and we really need development in our country. That's a fact that cannot be taken away. But then at the end, whilst you are still competing, because you are in a professional league of competing, what is it that you want to achieve while you're still there? Because I would like to make an example of IX. Uh, IX knew their development is, was key for them. But when it came for a chance for a cup, they took the cup. They won MTN, they won the cup against Chips, and then the other cups they would win them. Although we know that they're focusing on development and selling players. Like we want to, something like that, something tangible to say that the chair wants to achieve this by this time or this by this time. Because development is always going to be a need in our country, but you also need to win something. Okay, so can <clears throat> Look, from, from our point of view, we want to compete for every cup uh, that we participate in. And that's that was my disappointment about uh, this whole Ndorogate issue. Because we wanted to compete and win the MTN8. End of story. Uh, in terms of the league, in the next two years, we need to really compete for number one spot. Uh, the top eight must be the minimum benchmark uh, that we that we achieve. Uh, but we came eight last year. We have to improve on that. Uh, we we set ourselves a target of uh, thirty five points, and we 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 achieved that. I think we ended up on thirty eight points. So this year we've got to say, look, we've got to chase maybe after forty five points and see where that takes us. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are right now. Okay, fair enough. Uh, that Pat, good evening, NP. Thank you as well for your patience. Uh, hello, Rob. Welcome. Up. Um, my name is Kurt Manpet, not Pat, actually, Rob. Okay, sorry about that. Welcome. No problem. Um, I just want to speak to Lunga, man. Lunga sounds like a nice chairman, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, just a quick one, Lunga. Um, I've been playing professional soccer as well. So, um, with this issue of you starting um, the development, I, I, I always say that Amazulu. Um, the key for Amazulu to actually move forward is development. And um, I started the goalkeeping academy in PE. And um, I believe that um, with the schools, uh, it's, it's, it's key to, to get development from schools and the Eastern Cape area as well. Like you said, you moved into the Eastern Cape area. So I was just thinking, um, I've played professional myself, and I know your captain. I've been playing with your captain as well. Uh, we've been at Pirate Development as well. So... I just want to say that, uh, Lunga, if, if, if it's possible, just to come to Eastern Cape, have a look at uh, the, the talent in Eastern Cape as well. You'll see Amazulu will go forward as, as a team because you guys are a brand, a big brand, and I'm also starting a brand in Eastern Cape with the Goalkeeping Academy. So 
I'm just thinking ahead of Amazulu because I like the club. I've always been supporting the club, even though I've been a pirate development. So yeah. that's about it. Nice one. Thank you so much. Quickly, Lunga. Yes. <clears throat> no, Eastern Cape, uh, you're right. In fact, we one of our bursary boys came from uh, PE. Uh, we scouted them, I think, during the the PE leg of the engine tournament. And along with DeFi, we had a program running in Mtanzani in East London. Look, uh, with a lot of these things, um, I think we, we first need to, 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 to get KZN right. Mm. You know, let's, let's scout properly in KZN. Let's develop properly in KZN. And uh, then after that, once, once KZN then is well covered, then we'll move. So I've got no doubt that there's talents across South Africa uh, for that matter. But for me, it goes back to the to 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 um, effectiveness. If we can effectively scout and develop within KZN, we we need not go anywhere else. That's my uh, point of view. Are you effectively going to pay? We, are you, we, we, uh, no, no. Quickly, FIFA tells you that you are supposed to pay within thirty days an amount of money to an individual, failing which, Safa have to deduct six points automatically without any further formal decision to be taken or any order to be issued by FIFA's disciplinary committee or its secretariat. Are you going to be paying this amount of money? No, we, we, we will not be paying that, uh, that money. And the reason is simple. Uh, Pinius was employed by an entity that is no longer in football. Mm-hmm. Which is? So, which is uh, Amazulu Football Club PTYLTD. They own no status in football. So FIFA's got no jurisdiction. SAFA's got no jurisdiction. And that, that is where the employment contracts of Pena sits. Who's Amazulu so, PTY LTD? It owns shares in other entities now, but not football. What, what Amazulu, entities are those? Uh, it's, it's got shares in a high-performance center and certain properties and all of that. Did he wear the jersey of Amazulu and play in the PSL? He played in the PSL, but that's not uh, legally. He was employed, employed by that entity. Who was paying him when he was there? That entity, which is no longer in football. So FIFA and South have got got no jurisdiction over that company. So what entity runs Amazulu now? What's it called? It's Larista Investments. When did it change? It changed uh, this year. But when did this player play for you? In 2014. But surely then the the holding company or holding entity was? It was Amazulu Football Club PTY. So it was in existence. It was in existence. When one. he was also existing and playing for the club. Yes, which is the operative word, was. Yeah, just like Tanda Royal Zulu was an entity. It no longer is. It's now Amazulu. But the people that employed him would have been who? Who signed on the contract? It was Amazulu Football Club, Peter who, LCD. Who's attached their signature to the contract? The people that attached the signature, it, it was uh, the directors at the time. No man, but, 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 who's, but who's, who's the person who signs when a player comes and signs for Amazulu? Who's on that contract? Because you got to have, you got to have people, you know, signing off every page. Then you got to attach a signature as well, and you've got to have a witness. So who yeah, from that's, that's, the club? That's that's was that's there? that's irrelevant. Who signed? At it the end is, of the day, because it points to where that that person should be getting his money from. And that's what we're saying. If he wants his money, mm-hmm. he cannot go to FIFA. He cannot go to suffer. He must go to to court. But tell me who signed on that contract. I'm not sure who signed. But the entity that employed him 
is no longer in football. Did you sign the contract? No. Are you sure about I'm that? I'm 100% sure. So but who, even, who would have signed? But that's irrelevant in what we... we it at is. At the end of the day... It is, because you're still in a football club. You're not in a different entity. That's Whether they're who, selling baked beans or whatever is irrelevant. But who employed them? Amazul. No, 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 no. I'm a, you, that's, that's a trading name. He yeah. was employed by a company which is no longer in football. And Tula Khan, you can scream and make whatever noise he wants to make and go to FIFA. FIFA's got no right to come and dictate to, to, to an entity that is not in football. They would like to think they can because that's just how FIFA thinks. But, but unfortunately, why, why, is this entity not not, why is this entity no longer in football? It's no longer in football uh, because that was a decision that was made. You mm-hmm. know, a, a company, as I said to mm-hmm. you initially, a company by the name of Larastar decided to buy the status of Tanda Rosulu, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and the directors of Amazulu Football Club, Peter Ltd. Decided to move away from football. So it's what happened? What that. happened to the rest of the players that would have signed their contracts under Amazulu Football Club, Pty Ltd. Did they have their contracts then transferred to Yes. Yes. So why was in this fact, player left out? No, he wasn't. The, the player. If I can just give you a background. Yeah. Pinius was played for us in 2014, mm-hmm. and at the time, um, Pinius elected to take South African citizenship. Because he was born in Namibia pre-92, I think. So he had a choice. Now, part of our contract is that you've got to comply with South African law. Right. And under South African law, there's a Labor Relations Act. Right. Which means you can be dismissed for poor work performance. So that's exactly what happened with Pinius. And he accepted that. He signed a mutual termination. He was given a settlement and then he decided to walk away. Then what you have now is that you've got this players' union an illegitimate union that's got no good standing within the PSL. Why do you say they're illegitimate? They're illegitimate because they don't have 50 plus 1. But don't they have an agreement with the Premier Soccer League? The agreement is that they must have 50, 50 plus 1%, which they don't have. What is short? What are they on? They must be probably not even 10%. So I can tell you within Amazula probably don't even have more than 5 players that subscribe to this players' union. Don't you want them to be unionized so that their rights are taken care of? But they've got agents players these days. No, but agents, you know what agents do? We've heard about agents. Agents are after their own But what rights. what does the players' union do? They look after, <coughs> I would imagine, otherwise we would not have this ruling from FIFA. No, I think I think uh, uh, what's what's happened here, we, we've written to FIFA and we've told them mm-hmm. the, the, this, the, the, the legalities of this whole thing here. Uh, we we are yet to receive a response from them. But I think if I can advise the players' union, they've got a certain lawyer by the name of Johan van Halen. Right. Johan van Halen knows exactly what was, what, uh, what was going to happen because he put this deal together between Tanda Royal Zulu and what is now Amazulu Football Club. He drafted the papers to that deal. So if they feel hard done by, maybe they should go speak to him. If they feel that they've been shafted, they were shafted by their very own lawyer. Strelo Gumbi says, I'm not seriously happy with what's happening on the show. He says, I feel Lunga was never given the opportunity to present and market the club, um, which, is, which is great. Uh, and I've said this to Lunga as well, that whatever needs to be re-looked at can be looked at. Um, I hope I'm saying that right. He says, 
What is this nonsense of previous entity no longer existing? The current owner inherited liabilities and assets. Hence, they took players along as well. Company law experts, educators here, please. So the the entity now you say is 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 called what the the new entity that's in charge of Amazon? It's Larista Investments. Larista. Yes. What are they? What are they known for? What What do you mean? What are they known for? They they company. Yeah, I'm just saying that obviously on the face of it, when somebody sees Amazulu, um, Amazulu Pty Limited, they obviously think of the club. So if it's dealing in something else, then. You know, that's obviously public knowledge that Amazulu is the club. Larista is not really known. So it is a business entity, but the name was not transferred to become part of the new ownership of the club. Larista basically uh, pays a certain uh, royalty right. to use the trademarks of Amazulu, uh, to use the logos, the colors, and uh, as I'm saying, all the trademarks. It's 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 a complex, complex uh uh, what you might call a transaction, and I don't expect the ordinary man on the street to understand it. But at the end of the day, as I'm saying, um, it, it's 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 a perfectly up, above board transaction, mm. um, and it, it it has allowed Amazulu Football Club trading name to be once again part of the top sixteen teams in in South Africa. The one million. Rand to round it off. Compensation for breach of contract within 30 days is what FIFA is asking you to pay. You're not going to be paying that. We're not going to be paying that. FIFA's and what got, if they insist? Yeah, they can insist as much as they want. They've got no, no leg to stand on. So you're presenting, you're presenting a case to them that will put all of these claims to bed? We, we're telling them the situation as it is, that uh, they've got no jurisdiction, uh, or they've got no power legally to implement what they want to, to, to implement. It's as simple as that. So what's your next step? Our to next finalize step, we, we, we've, uh My lawyers have, have written to FIFA to, to tell them exactly uh, the current situation of the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ourselves are, are going to be meeting with SAFA so that we can also put them in the picture and help them understand that they've got no rights to legally do that. And, um, you know, FIFA can make whatever threats they want to make about banning SAFA and this and that. The reality is uh, FIFA wants to play this god uh, when it comes to the world of football. But they've got to respect that we, we're in a country that has got laws. We're not a banana republic where things can just be done willy-nilly. And legally speaking, they've got no, no leg to stand on. The the World Cup that was played here in South Africa was a what World Cup? It was a FIFA World Cup. The name on the badges of the referees in South Africa have a badge with what name? FIFA. FIFA runs according to its laws as well. So we can have laws that govern South Africa, but FIFA have laws that govern football. That's why when we were readmitted back into the international fold, we almost gave that right to FIFA to say we will comply with your laws in the same way that a guy like Kalusha Boilia will find himself in a sticky situation because FIFA have handed him a ban from all football for what they think was wrong that he did. He can't complain about that. He might take up that as an issue. 
I don't know what his next move is, but that's the band that they put. Bumji in Botswana, the same situation. FIFA laws govern football. And outside of that, CAS steps in. So if you're saying that the laws of the country supersede those of a football association in Zurich that gave us the right to host a World Cup, gives rights to everything that happens in football, what are you saying to them? What, we, what we're saying to them is that we live in South Africa. In South Africa, we've got a strong constitution, one of the most respected constitutions, uh, whether they like it or not. And if any South African, or it is our duty as South Africans to respect that constitution and the rule of law in South Africa. And the reality is we cannot allow anybody, FIFA, IWAF, whoever, to come and, and take that away from South Africans. It's as simple as that. Now, that's the message that they've got to get loud and clear. That they cannot be some sort of God that just comes and says, no, your laws must be uh, put aside and do as we please. It cannot be. Mm. And whether it's FIFA, whether it's individuals, whether it's other countries, they cannot. Our constitution has to come first. Yeah. A lot needs to come first. We've, I know my producers look at me like we've missed a hell of a lot that we were supposed to do regarding Bafana Bafana, which I must apologize for. But I, I just thought that it's important to get uh, this out of the way, that we deal with it in as thorough a manner as possible. Thank you for indulging. Thank you for coming through officially as an acting chairperson for the first time. And thank you for the role that you play in the biggest fear in making Amazulu's brand to be more recognizable than we've seen it before. We don't take your marketing expertise. We don't take your marketing genius lightly. Maybe we might not have a time to praise you for that, but it is there. There's greater visibility within the younger audience and the younger market to appreciate Amazulu, its history, where it comes from. We would disagree with a lot of things, but that is fine. That's part of the, you know, the debates that we have on the show but it doesn't take away the good work that gets done by Mazulu so for that we want to thank you for coming and long may it continue good luck with the case with FIFA good luck uh, in terms of the Premier Soccer League hopefully you stay in the PSL don't get relegated again so that you don't use some of your pension money to go and buy another status thank you very much and uh, you know it's always great being on the show thanks to, to the listeners I wish I could come here every day you know, <laughs> and, and talk about uh, Amazulu Football Club. It, it gives us a great platform as well to come uh, onto on your show. So I'd like to thank uh, you for having us. No, anytime. You know what? The thing is, it doesn't even have to be confined to the chairman's chair. We, we can have you back any day to talk about your club. And that's the sort of willingness that I want to hear from other clubs, that if you're willing, whether we agree or disagree, and you know this, Lunga, we agree and we disagree on a lot of things, but it never takes away the mutual respect that we have for each other. And that is what I'll always say to you, bravo to you for, because very few people do that in their journey in football. No, much appreciated. Uh, thank you very much, Robert. We'll tackle the municipality situation very soon. What will be up next?